there's a new text feature that we have set up. So if you want to get in touch with me, include your either social media handle or email so I can get back to you. Enjoy the episode. Paul Rosenblum is a bookkeeper, not an accountant or a CPA. Although the information in this podcast comes from professionals, it's meant to give you enough knowledge about these subjects to have a meaningful dialogue with your tax preparer about bookkeeping and taxes. Welcome to a different kind of episode this week. Today, we'll talk about how to shape your business and maybe even come up with a plan that will work for your specific life needs. I'm Paul Rosenblum. I'm not talking about the traditional business plan. I've listened to other podcasts and I haven't found another episode anywhere talking about what's on my mind today. So here goes. When I started my business back almost 30 years ago, I knew that I wanted to be a freelance bookkeeper but really didn't know what kind of client I wanted. I didn't know if I wanted to build a practice serving larger companies or smaller companies or even nonprofit organizations. One of my first gigs that I got after quitting my very last full-time job was to do bookkeeping at a larger company whose bookkeeping staff was actually in a separate building than the rest of the company. I was there for a few months and did a good job, and they were very happy with me, but I realized that I did love it because I was just a cog in the big accounting machine. I was doing just a little bit of the total accounting picture. I, as well as the accounting, didn't feel complete. So I started to concentrate on smaller companies where I could do the entire accounting myself, and I started building my client base from there. I felt much better when I was doing bookkeeping for the entire company so that I could put the puzzle pieces together and see the entire puzzle when it was finished. I had found my niche. I do, however, have exceptions. I do bookkeeping for a couple of larger companies, but 98% of my practice is working with startups or smaller companies. I also know myself very well I get bored working on the same thing for more than two to three hours at a time generally, so I took on companies that I'd estimate would take me less than two to three hours to do the bookkeeping monthly so that I could then go on to other companies and keep myself fresh. That worked and still works for me over the years. However, I also realized quickly that if I work mostly with small businesses or startups, I can't charge higher rates, even if I thought I deserved it. I had to work with the budgets of the companies, within reason, of course. However, with smaller companies as my base, I needed to build the quantity of clients as well as the quality at the same time for my reputation, since I charged less than some other bookkeepers charged. There was a lot more passion for me working with smaller companies than larger ones, Because as I have said in previous episodes, smaller companies have personality and larger companies have more straightforward bookkeeping and inputting needs. Of course, we all have rent to pay 
And any business is always about making money and planning for the future. The idea is not to financially martyr yourself by taking on clients only for a lower hourly fee. But if that is your decision, then you have to either stick with that philosophy or deal with it or have a few larger companies in your client portfolio so that you can charge a higher rate for them. I have clients whose monthly bookkeeping takes me just 20 minutes to do from beginning to end. Do I get frustrated with them because they really don't want to grow their businesses to anything larger? No! No, I can't do that. I have two choices. Either keep them as a client and get their bookkeeping done monthly and make enough money to buy myself a a cup of coffee every month or drop them as a client. I've made the decision to keep them because it's easy bookkeeping The client is extremely responsive when I need answers about something, and she pays me whenever I bill her within 48 hours. I also think about doing the right thing as a human being. It would be almost prejudiced against very small businesses if I were not to continue doing their bookkeeping, even though I'm making very little money. Other small business clients where the bookkeeping takes me two hours per month I charge them a slightly higher hourly rate than some other businesses because the bookkeeping is tougher and not nearly as straightforward as others, and they are making more money and can afford to pay me more money. As the startups or the smaller businesses grow, I raise my hourly fees knowing that an extra 5 or $10 an hour based on two hours a month with some additional hours at year end won't break the bank for them. Even if a client has a company that I'm doing bookkeeping for and I'm charging them, let's just say $65 an hour, if they open an additional company and that company is in startup, I will charge them less money per hour because I realize that each company, even though owned by the same person or persons, have different budgets for services that they need to pay for. I also can't walk away from them if they are growing their company at a slower rate than I personally want to see for them. It's the potential that keeps me going. So I think that when you're building a company, one needs to think of who or what kinds of businesses the company that you are creating wants to do work for, especially if you are a service company manufacturing a product isn't really going to be the same matrix because you are going to sell the product nationally or internationally to all kinds of people and businesses. However, service-based companies can and should have a philosophy about what kinds of clients they would like to serve. Do you want to work with larger companies or would you rather want to work with smaller companies or a mixture of both. I have a bookkeeper friend of mine who has five clients, all larger companies. If she loses one of them, it hurts. It's a bigger part of her financial pie, and she'd need to replace that client with someone else ASAP. In my practice, I have so many clients that I'm usually behind and have to prioritize the work I do. There are clients who never look at their profit and loss or balance sheets, and there are clients who study them 
every month when I get finished with the monthly bookkeeping. I have to always think of who needs their reports first and who can wait and who really doesn't care much about reporting. I also have to think of clients who want to be on extension every year so that I'm not stressing myself working on their books if they're just going to be on extension automatically. If I lose a client or two, I don't feel it at all. And that's the advantage of having a larger number of smaller clients. The disadvantage, as mentioned earlier, is that the hourly charge for them is less than I could be charging. But I'm betting on the fact that they will grow, and as they grow, I can raise my hourly fee. It's a very careful balancing act that I do every day of every month of every year. This is one reason why I offer my advice about building a business, even if it's not solicited by my clients. As they grow, my fee grows as well. But I do know and understand that I have bills to pay, and inflation in the U.S. has been very high the last two years. I have raised hourly fees, but now that it's December, I will be sending email to many clients telling them that my fees will have to reluctantly go up when I start working on the 2024 books, which will probably be in February or in some cases even March, so I give people at least two months notice.